I'm Rachel, the creative director for Ramdas's Love Serve Remember Foundation, and I'd like to welcome you to our Inner Academy, a virtual Dharma Hall where our family of wisdom teachers will help you navigate your daily life by bringing ancient wisdom into a modern context. With over 200 hours of audio and video teachings, meditations, and practices from teachers like Ramdas, Krishnadas, Sharon Salzberg, Jack Kornfield, Roshi Joan Halifax, Joseph Goldstein, and many more. The Inner Academy is your core resource for finding balance, presence, and navigating the ups and downs of your daily life. The Inner Academy has guidance for every step of your journey. Choose from an annual or monthly membership and gain access to past and future courses, retreat replays, virtual community, and much more. If you've been familiar with Love Server Member Foundation for a while, you'll know that most of our offerings are given freely or on a sliding scale basis. So when you subscribe to the Inner Academy, you're paying it forward and bolstering our ability to continue creating accessible offerings for all in the future, as Ramdas wished for us to do. Be here now and start your journey with Ramdas's Inner Academy today. For more, visit ramdas.org forward slash Inner Academy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi everyone, it's Raghu, and uh, I'm back with Mind Rolling, another edition on Be Here Now Network. And uh, this is kind of a special one, not my usual fare. Got together with some old friends, Danny Goldman, who many of you know wrote Emotional Intelligence, which we all need a lot more of. Krishnadas, who needs no introduction. Rameshwar Das, who doesn't need that much, because I think you all know about Being Ramdas, which he co-authored, which is just a wonderful, wonderful book. And uh, so how this happened is that Danny's writing a memoir, and he said, hey, can we get together just to reminisce and recollect uh, and that's how it happened. And uh, and the interesting thing is that Danny and Ramesh and Krishnadas all went to India at the uh, at the same time. They collectively got Ramdas to let him uh, connect up through K.K. Shah with Maharaji. And that's a wonderful story that's told uh, by Krishnadas. And uh, off they went and uh, met Maharaji and were the first... Uh, Westerners. I mean, there were a few Westerners that had seen him before, of, of course, alongside Ramdas and uh, Bhagavan Das. But this, uh, they basically were the first of the of the big run of Westerners, and uh, um, so uh, great stories, great, great, great stories, and about first seeing Maharaji, and then. Remember the Ramdas uh, used to tell that bus story about how he thought he was making a decision. They were driving from uh, Bodh Gaya where they were doing those courses and they went to uh, on their way to Delhi and and then they made a left turn, so to speak, uh, to uh, Allahabad where the, what's called the Sangam, which is the meeting of a place, grounds of the Yamuna, Ganga and Saraswati, underground Saraswati River. And uh, so uh, this story is told uh, on their behalf at this point where we always just heard it from Ramdas. And Ramesh was the first person to see Maharaji. That's where they met Maharaji after not being able to find him for uh, many, many months since they first came to India. So uh, it's great to hear that story. And then, of course, you know the famous story of Ramdas giving Maharaji acid when he was first in India, and then he went home and he had doubt because he didn't know if, did he throw it over his shoulder? What did he do? And he went back, and then those guys were with Ramdas in Vrindavan, I believe, and uh, 
Maharaji brought that up. He, he brought it up. And uh, you did I take that? Yogi medicine, he used to call it. So that's also a great rendering of that story. And um, there's also some um, beautiful recollections of when Ramdas got the stroke and how people, you know, us people uh, recognized the profundity of what happened to, to Ramdas and how he really, through that process, which was so painful and, and in many, many different ways, and he became who he truly is. Whereas before, maybe he was doing a little bit more pointing to where he, to who he truly was. And uh, so people are reminiscing around their own take of Ramdas at that time. And uh, yeah, it just makes me think of the first moment I saw him in the, in the hospital. I think he was by then had just gotten out into rehab. And I just walked in the room and I, I saw him. And uh, he saw me, and I, I guess the whole thing, I'd been keeping a stiff upper lip, lip uh, through it all. And then as soon as I saw him, I just completely fell apart. So, so did he. We're just crying. Oh, my God. Ram Dass, so much love. That was always there. But the embodiment of it and the way that he did love everyone while he, uh, after the stroke, and particularly in those years in Maui, pretty astonishing. So uh, here you go. I, it's, oh, I mean, it's not inside baseball, but it's, um, you know, it's reminiscing from a, a few friends who went over and uh, got lucky, as they say. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no such thing. Um so here it is. Uh, we're calling it, uh, or I'm calling it, um, we're still here, which Krishna's kind of coined at the beginning of the conversation. We're still here. It's like Ramdas's book, Still Here. Um, so enjoy, enjoy. This is Raghu, mind rolling. And uh, on the Be Here Now Network, go to BeHereNowNetwork.com. Boy, there are some tremendously great, great podcasts and great teachers and great thought leaders uh, happening now. And guess what? We're going to have Alan Watts is going to be doing a podcast from the beyond. Uh, no, he's. <laughs> we're going to start uh, putting out podcast, podcasts where we introduce his talks similarly that I do on Ramdas here and now. So look forward and we'll see you next time. Wow. I can't believe we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. We have some extra parts now. <laughs> and we're missing some parts as well. Yes. <laughs> or they're getting changed out. Or we're getting replacement parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whose idea uh, was this? I don't know. I think it was mine. It's yours. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you wanted to use it as research. Uh-huh. That's, that's what it was. We're raw material for your <laughs> memoir. Yeah, we're just raw material. Raghu, I'm Actually, writing a memoir. It starts with the I night know. I met R.D. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's a story you may not know. Can I tell no, you? Can, yeah, please yeah, tell sure that tell. story. I was going to say. So. You know, I was at Harvard in uh, clinical psychology. It's my first semester. And it was a very dreary December um, night on the Christmas break of my first you know, year. And this knock comes on my door. And it, it, I open the door. This beautiful woman. And she says, I just got back from Nepal. And I was in a monastery there. And I, a friend of mine there said, if you're going to Boston, which is where she was, you should look up. Um, this guy who lives up in New Hampshire somewhere. And also, when she went to Delhi to wait for a plane, she met a friend of mine who gave her a letter to me, which she was delivering. <laughs> and she said to me, do you want to go up to New Hampshire? And I said, I looked at her, I said, absolutely, I want to go up to New Hampshire. So <laughs> I, I drove her up to New Hampshire. And, when, once again, the fish gets hooked. There you go. 
And uh, uh, it was this huge house. Uh, and there was just one light on up some stairs on the side. We went up there and there yeah. was a guy sitting there all in white with a long white beard and all of these gaudy Hindu deity posters around the wall. And he didn't say anything. In fact, his eyes were closed and she didn't say anything. She sat down and closed her eyes. And I'd never been in such a bizarre situation. So I just waited until something happened. And then finally he opened his eyes and he started singing a song in some foreign language with an Indian instrument. And then after mm -hmm. a while, he starts talking. And it turns out he was Ramdas, And he, he, as Richard Alpert, had been fired from the very same program I was in at Harvard. Uh. And he knew all of my professors. Some of them hated his guts. Some of them feared him. One of them, David McClellan, was a very close friend of his. And he was my main professor. So that was the beginning of how I uh, mm -hmm. uh, met Rondas. And then that summer, you, you remember, you guys, I think you were both there. He had that summer camp yeah, yeah. on the same farm. His, it was his father's uh, country estate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Will and Rick looking for that uh, photo of you riding on the tractor mowing the golf course. Yeah, Not me. Oh, you no, <laughs> Danny. Danny really? mowed the golf course? Yeah. He was <laughs> driving the Farmall tractor. I think oh, I, maybe I did it once just for the photo op. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my yeah. job. But but one of the things that R.D. and I had in common was all of his Harvard past mm. and the fact that he had been fired the first time anyone was fired in the history of Harvard and because I was on the Graduate Student Colloquium Committee, I invited him back to give a talk. First time he came back to Harvard since he was fired. Oh wow! Yeah, and as, I, I as Richard that, Alpert or as Ram, as Ramdas? No, as Ramdas. Yeah. Yeah. First time as Ramdas and Ramesh. You had already invited him to Wesleyan, I think. By then, I wasn't the one who invited him. I was surprised when he showed up there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh. he was invited by um, some people who had been students of his. You know, he did his uh, masters at Wesleyan with David McClellan. No, and and the Winters were still there, weren't they? The yes, graduate students. They were the year. ones who invited him, yeah. Sarah and David Winter. So they were pals that he names. knew. He knew them from Harvard. Yeah, oh, uh, from and Harvard? maybe from Wesleyan. West, well, uh, David, well, they were teaching uh, at Wesleyan by the anyway. Way. Yeah, so yeah. they invited him. So I invited him back, and as you remember, he was full of Shakti in those days. Like he was mm. just amazing. Yeah, really, really. Uh, yeah, Just that was a big talk. He spoke until three in the morning. Yeah, well, I had him till two. I had to bribe the janitor to keep the place open <laughs> because nobody stayed till two as a talk at Harvard. But he was amazing. And the next morning, no, the next day at lunch, I'm with a professor. Remember, I'm in clinical psychology. And this guy leans over and he says, kind of in this confidential tone, tell me, do you think he's psychotic? <laughs> Who was it? Which was I can't. I can't say. He's he's passed away, but he was <laughs> well, very he, ambitious. He died. You can definitely say <laughs> <laughs> he was extremely ambitious. I thought, you know, who's crazy here? This super ambitious guy. Or I, I really liked what Ram. Two things I liked about Ramdas's lecture that I still recall is his saying that uh, you know psychedelics are great, but you always come down when it leaves your system. And there's this other path where you may not come down, like Ninkroli Baba never came down. And uh, uh, that really stuck with me. Stuck and, with him, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that there could be a lasting change. So, I, you know, that's why I went into the path I went into. Hmm. It really, uh, well, the three of us traveled to India together. But how did you meet? Yeah. I know, I don't remember. You and We met at, Ram at Ramdas the Hampshire. first summer. Yeah, first summer. Which was 69? 69, yeah. I already met Ramesh. He opened yeah. the door for me when I went up the first time to meet Ramdas in New Hampshire. And mm. sometime in the winter of 68, 69. Mm -hmm. and I didn't say door. anything and I just pointed upstairs. You just like, <laughs> pointed up, I said, oh shit, let me get out of here before I get, <laughs> something happens, I gotta get out. <laughs> but I stupidly I went upstairs, and of course that changed my life. <laughs> Danny, who was the woman who took you up to New Hampshire? Was that Sarah? Uh, her name? No, no. Her name was Cynthia. And I, 
saw never saw her again. Oh, uh-huh. he was the worm. She completed on the her mission. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and it, here's something really ironic. She came back because her sister was getting married. By the time she got to Boston, her sister had backed out of the wedding. Oh. Uh, so she had oh. nothing. She was an art student in Paris. That's oh, wow. all I remember about her. <laughs> I tried to find her on our way to India. Mm. Uh, which, and that's a story. I don't know if you've told it before, Ramesh and KD. One of you wrote a letter to KK, who was super close to Maharaji. What did yeah. the letter say and what did he say? Hold on. <laughs> KD has the letter. Or has the one letter. letter. I think we all wrote to him. I, I'm pretty sure I wrote to him also. I don't remember well, writing to him. I was. No, you did, Danny. You did. did? That's oh, here, here, here's the letter. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and there was some key line, like, he, yeah. he closed, what was it? Uh, he should read the he says, He says, um, uh, uh, I hope Ramdas must have told you about Sri Maharaji, who does not show any kind of enthusiasm for, or sentiment in calling the devotees to him. And personalities like him would not commit themselves to anything. So it would not be advisable to make the journey especially and specifically for this purpose only. However, if you happen to be visiting India and come here, you can have his darshan, as so many do day in and day out. And that was the one. Yeah. That was the line. But, you know, I don't know, you probably remember this, but many years later, KK says to me, uh, did I ever tell you what really happened that day? I said, what do you mean? Well, I brought, the, he had letters from you, from Danny and Ramesh and myself. And he said, I brought the letters in to the room with Maharaji and I put them down next to him on the tucket. And I began to peel and cut an apple and feed it to him. And he was talking to these other people in the room. And I was feeding him the apple and he's talking and he looks down and notices the letters and he says, what's that? And I, this is KK speaking. I told him they were letters from students of Ramdas and, you know, they want to come have your darshan. Nay, tell them not to come. What do I have to do with this? So KK told me that he, be, he got very upset and began to pout when KK could really pout. Boy. And he stopped feeding Maharaji the apple and he just looked down like this. And he was really upset. And he was upset because it was Maharaji who sent Ramdas home with KK on his first visit and told him to serve Ramdas. And he felt that by helping us, he was serving Ramdas. And now Maharaji was interfering with the very service he gave KK to do. And this was not acceptable to KK. So he looks down. And he said, Maharaji would push his head up. And so, Kailash, what's the matter? He would push his head up like this, but KK would look away. He wouldn't look at him. <laughs> and then he'd take his hand and he'd look back down like this. And this happened a few times. Then finally, he said, Maharaji threw his hands up. He says, okay, tell him what you want. Hmm. So, uh, should I read it again? As you know, he doesn't encourage, but his doors are always open. Another devotee, that's part of the Leela too. Another devotee would have just said, forget it, dudes. He doesn't want to see you. And, and we wouldn't be talking today. Mm-hmm. It would have all been different. Yeah. Amazing, huh? Raku, can you uh, let me screen share? I found a photo I want to put up. Mm. Okay. There we are on the boat in Nanital on the lake. Wow. That's probably what, that's like within the first few Wait, days of being there. Yeah. Definitely. And this we're might wearing, be we, the first day. One sec. We're wearing the beads, the pine beads, the malas, yeah, yeah, ramas to give yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Hampshire pine. So what? what is this? October? No, September. September 1970. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Nandu Danny, you had you ate that ch- that uh, chili pepper at his house. <laughs> this Salad. is how we found uh, Maharaji. We're wandering yeah. around Nainital, not knowing where the hell to go. Right. And this guy, this kind Indian guy, says, uh, "Up near the looking, post office. What, can I help you?" He said, "We said we're looking for this guy, KK Shah." He says, "Oh, I know him, but first 
come to my house and I'll give you some. It turns out he was like the town drunk, this guy. <laughs> Nandu Chowdhury. He, he couldn't get Darshan at Kenshi anymore. Maharaj, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't see him? I didn't yeah. know yeah, no, he I was no in idea. trouble. He was very kind to us. He, he was very it. kind. Yeah. So he and he's the one who found out that he's he called the board, I get the town the town office to find yeah. out that KK was not at work that day. He was in Kenshi. That was then usual from, for KK. He, I don't know if yeah. he ever went to that office. <laughs> I, once or twice a month, maybe he went. He there. said he used to go in there and he would do all his work in the first few hours and then he would take <laughs> leave. <laughs> what is what his expression? Oh, he, used to, he said, oh, yes, I used to take full liberty. Yeah. Full liberty. Yeah. So, okay, tell, uh, I don't think I've ever heard from the three of you that first time, you know, when you were there in September, October, you went probably for a number of days to, down to Kenshi. But what about the, the very first day? Do you remember going down well, in your first? Yeah, uh, we had yeah. been at uh, uh, Muktananda's ashram the week before Ganeshpuri. And I had a yeah. picture of Nityananda hmm. in this little notebook. And I remember the picture fell out and he picked it up and he looked at him. You know, Nityananda looked like he's from another planet. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he said, good yogi. Do you remember that? Good sadhu, good sadhu, yogi. Good yeah. sadhu. Good yeah, sadhu, sadhu. Yeah. Yeah. Good Which sadhu. from Maharaji is like God on earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, he never gave praise. Yeah, very, I mean, why should yeah. he? He knew everything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I remember yeah. he asked, he was very sweet and kind. He said, do you have sweaters? It gets cold. Uh, and yeah. he gave us uh, prasad. Yeah. And he was amazing in all the ways he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I I ate so much prasad that first time. It was like, I think I was not in my body until I think I ate 17 puris and three huge piles of oh, potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> they just kept bringing more and more and more. Uh, Dwarka Sa was feeding us, I think. Oh, really? Oh. I believe so. Yeah. And we were uh, maybe the f among the very first Westerners to find Maharaji, I think. They were, yeah, they were out of that out of our group. Before. Absolutely so, the first. Yeah. Frank Surya and Bhakta. Chan, do you remember them? Yeah, Frank yeah. and Chan, yeah. yeah. But before us Bhagavan Das was there and so was Surya Bhakta, he was there. Mm -hmm. And there was that English guy, Larry, Lordy, uh -huh. who we never met. Very he was there and gone mm -hmm. before we got there. Very few. But the the onslaught <clears> that became known as the Satsang arrived over the next months and years. Yeah. 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 I, I remember I walked in and I we were told to bring apples, so I brought my apples and I put them down next to Maharaji, and he picked them up and threw them to the other people in the room, and I went, oh Jesus, he didn't he didn't accept my apples, he didn't accept, and he looked at me right away. He said, what did I do? Did I do right? Did I do right? What did I do? And I said, I don't know what you did. He said, he said, everything comes from God and goes to God. Mm. Uh, uh huh. He said, when you have God, you don't need anything. Huh? He said, when you have God, you have no desire. Oh, that was like the first thing he said, you know. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did, so did you see him? Uh, was it a couple of weeks that you guys went down there on a day-to-day? He wouldn't let us come every day. He no. would say, you know, come back on Thursday or come back on Friday. Oh, so yeah. we were hanging out at the Evelyn in uh, Nanital yeah. and, you know, getting stoned. There was uh, just the three of you? Yeah. Uh, first, uh, yeah. Well, at first, um, it was just the three of us. Did, um, um, what was the woman's name other than Annapurna and that woman, Alice? They no, they that didn't was come later. with us, though, didn't they? They, they, just, they didn't they come with us. They came Mokka. later. They flew to they went, Bombay. No, they went us. to Sai Baba. They went yeah. to see Sai Baba uh, first. Yeah. And then Annapurna somehow ended up with Abu Rinpoche up in Manali. I don't know. Mm. How. Later, later, later. later she yeah. met Damadipo, and then they got oh, married. They got together and came to Allahabad, and then... That was later. That. that was much later. That was later. Yeah, yeah. that was the next yeah. year. And so then, um, from there, though, didn't you see Maharaji in another place before you went to the course in Bodhgaya? In in in. We some... saw him in Kenshi many times. He sent us to Missouri. Missouri. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that he was, wasn't there. That was but he wasn't there. Pierre Valiat's fault. Yeah. His fault. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's where the the sunseed footage was him 
of him was done uh, in that September, October, November time, 1970. Amartat showed up with Pierre Vallian and a, and a little film crew. And I had worked with them in, I, on the film when they were shooting Sufi Sam in California. Huh. Oh, you had? Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, I was sort of a, a gopher. Oh. <laughs> you know what a gopher is. You know, if somebody needs something, you go for it. <laughs> yeah, gone for. So they filmed us sitting in front of Neem Kroli Baba. Yeah. yeah. And remember, he, they and, wouldn't and let them record sense. sound. Or use lights. Yeah. They couldn't use the lighting. No sound, no lights. Yeah. But it's really and then when great, they left, great footage. He said, they're only in it for the money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. I didn't say it. I'm just reporting. Well, uh, Amritaj is going to be calling you again. He wants to do the sequel now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe after he hears this, he won't. <laughs> he won't. So, yeah. Then we went to, uh, so they said, uh, there's this wonderful teacher. In the yeah, we got a telegram from Oh, and, is that what happened? You, you yeah, we got a telegram that said, uh, must see, see Baba under the clock tower. No, no, Bhagavan. See Bhagavan, Bhagavan under the clock tower yeah. in Missouri. And um, we weren't going anywhere. And then Maharaji yeah. said, uh, you get a telegram? <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> this is a, you so went we back sent to, to Missouri, yeah. He said, you went to back Missouri, to Kenchi. And after. he said, come back on, I think uh, it was uh, November 20th. Oh. Did he really? No, I don't he think he told us when to come back. Yeah, he did, because we were okay, but we were in exile there. Yeah, but that's not what happened. I mean, we we were in Missouri. We kept walking around, doing as much as we could, reading books, getting bored, and then we finally decided, okay, this is enough. Let's walk down the Ganga to find Haridas in Hardwar. This is what yeah. we had decided to do. That, and we were going to leave the next morning. And later that night, a telegram arrives. Maharaji says, "Come back." Oh, <laughs> you don't oh. remember that, huh? It's amazing I how much. Getting the telegram, no. Yeah, I remember definitely... getting back there though, and he'd left. <laughs> really? Yeah, he wasn't there when we came back. So when did he say the thing? Did you get I don't a telegram remember it that way at all? Yeah, why did well, he send was... a telegram? <sighs> I, I don't think. Well, I didn't remember the telegram, but I remember we got back and. And subsequently, uh, Ramdas arrived fairly soon after that. It was like mid-November. I think it was around November. No, we were Ramdas arrived when we were in um, when Bodhgaya. I was in uh, Bodhgaya. I don't know where you were. weren't you with us? You were with me. Oh no, Danny and I went off with Bhagavan Das. Yes, yep. And, and then we Bodhgaya. wound up in Bodhgaya. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You must have stayed somewhere else, Ramesh. I don't know where. I you think were I stayed stay. in Nainital or something. Uh huh. And Hoping but, Maharaji would come back. Oh, yeah. So that's what, no, no, that's what happened, Ramesh. Maharaji was there when we got back because Bhagavan Das showed up. Oh. Looking for at, a visa at, extension. At, at Kenchi to try to get his visa. Yeah. Remember? And I remember he comes in and he pranams and he's over. And then Maharaji says, go and get it. So he left the temple and he comes back with this thing wrapped up in it. And Maharaji give it to me. And he unwraps a skull cup. Mm. And Maharaji's tapping it, going, Lama, Lama, ha, ha, Lama, Lama, like this, and then not take it away. So that, that happened after Masuri because then, then I think Maharaji disappeared, and me and Danny went off with Bhagavan Das, and yeah. he must have stayed in, Ken, in uh, Nainital. And we ended up in Bodhgaya, yeah. where uh, Manindra had just invited Goenkaji to come and do courses. And uh, Kay, did you remember doing Goenka courses in Bulgaria? Sure, but we did one with Menindra first. Yes, that's right. And, and then, then, yeah. Then Ramdas showed up with a bus that he had, that, and a bunch of people that had come overland uh, in Bulgaria and and did some courses with Goenka, but he didn't know where Maharaji was at that point. No, so when I he remember. came back to Nanital, and I remember we had Thanksgiving in Nanital. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And we played football on the mall. No, that's that not, was the that's next later. year. That's next year. Next that's year. Next year, because I football that's what motorcycle I to, Bob was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the I'm next year. Confusing years. Yeah. That was seventy one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was the next yeah. year. You know, we okay. have one and brain. Ramdas didn't. didn't arrive in a bus. No, he he. The bus came with other people. That's the right. bus came later at the end, towards the end, and we took the bus out of Bodhgaya. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and Ramesh, you were on that bus. 
Yeah, and that's when uh, you know I, I Ramesh is the one who saw Maharaji. Yeah. So let me tell you my part of that story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which was between two of the Goenka courses, I had scooted over to Allahabad to see the Kumbh Mela, which was going on. And it was mind blowing because there were like millions of sadhus and yogis and swamis and devotees in acres and acres of camp at, at the confluence of those two rivers, uh, the Yamuna and the Ganges in Allahabad. So then I went back to Bogaya and we had more of those courses. Ramdas shows up. We all get on the bus and we get to Allahabad. I told Ramdas, you know, we should go see the Mela. It's amazing. And when we got there, it was absolutely empty. It had ended before that. Yeah. And uh, it was just sand. And I, I remembered there was a Hanuman temple over by the side of the Mela ground. I said, well, let's go to that temple. And now, but, Ramesh, you yeah. tell the story. But wait a second. The most mm. amazing part of the thing was all the way from Bodh Gaya to like the, the cutoff to Allahabad, we were arguing about whether we should go or whether we should go to the Mela or not. Ah, I just got a text from Amritat. <laughs> I won't read it now. But we were arguing about whether we should go. Some people wanted to go. Ramdas wanted to go right to Delhi to try to find out where Maharaji was. But there was like all this conversation. Should we go? Should we not go? What should we do? Finally, it was decided we'll go. We'll have a quick darshan of the place and then we'll leave right away for Delhi. We thought, okay, it was a, it was a whole fucking drama of whether we'd go or not. And then we get there and the place is empty. And then the bus is making that long turn to go to see the Hanuman temple. And Ramesh yells out, there's Maharaji, stop the there's bus. Maharaji. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one who saw him. And nobody else noticed him. <laughs> and Ramesh Lam, and the way... Mm. We get out of the bus and everybody's crying and crazy and what's Down on going her knees on? in the dust and the dirt yeah. on the road. Yeah, and Maharaji, Ma and the thing was, the bus was going this way, Maharaji was walking this way, and he said to Dada, Dada told us later, they were just keeping walking. If we hadn't seen him, we would have missed him. He, he just said offhandedly to Dada, they've come. Mm. <laughs> so... He instructed the bus to follow the little rickshaw through the streets of uh, Allahabad. Yeah, Mercedes bus is trailing yeah, a bicycle big, rickshaw. Huge. Yeah. No. And we get we get to the house, mm -hmm. uh, and Maharaji and, and this man who we left later realized was Dada goes into the house. And so we get off the bus, and we're just like standing in the street. Now, now what? What do we do? And a lady comes out of the house and says, come, come in, come have your lunch. And we said lunch there's like 25 of us or something he said oh yes maharaji woke us up this morning and told us to prepare lunch for 25 people that you would be coming yeah mm. Ram there's another time he, he did well, that in uh, vrindavan i don't know if you want to tell that story well oh, what's that? before that Ramesh, go ahead ramdas when he was talking about this i mean he was it felt like he was the uh, you know person who was going to decide whether we were going to Allahabad or not, and he was totally yeah. like you know torn between that, that decision. And yeah, uh, yeah afterwards, so, yeah, he realized you know that was one of those moments where he realized that it uh, maybe was not his decision. Sure. Yeah, he used yeah. to tell that story all the time, and it came from that point of view of saying, I thought I was deciding something. I thought yeah. I, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wonderful that way. So, yeah, uh, the, whole, the whole thing of all the arguing about it, should we, shouldn't we, and, you know, it was already done. Yeah. <laughs> it happened right. already. Lunch yeah. was already prepared. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We just had to show up and eat it. Yeah, that's kind of an analogy for everything. So after that, though, um, then... Wait, hold on. Danny was going to say something about Brindal. Oh, yeah, Brindal. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, a similar situation. Uh, I, I remember KD... Ramesh, were you on in the... No, I had gone ahead because uh, oh, I, uh, I actually uh, uh, went up to Nanital because I wanted to do a little retreat at uh, KK's Kuti. Oh, nice. Yeah, And I so... took acid up there. <laughs> I didn't know that part. So 
KD and I. That's another story. KD and I and Dwarka and Ramdas. Yeah, we're in a VW van going up to Delhi. He Ramdas, maybe UKD had just done a tour with Muktananda. Is that right? All of us had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that and was that tour to, through South yeah. India. Yeah. So, I oh, actually, the I, I went to Gujarat to do a, a retreat and I was picked up there. And yeah. then we go on and we get to Vrindavan and um, KD, you were driving. Do you want to tell the story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So first of all, on the way south to meet with Muktananda, we stopped in Vrindavan because Maharaji said he'd meet us there. So we thought if he meets us there now, we won't have to go south. We'll just stay with him. But we get there, the place is deserted. And nobody, the ch Chokira said, I haven't seen Maharaji for months. So we proceeded to the south and did this incredible yatra with Swami Muktananda. Then we're heading back up north. We picked up Danny and Surat, right? Where you were in the caves. Right. Surat. They call it the cave. No. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so it was late at night. We arrived toward, near Brindavan and we stayed at Krishna's birthplace, the Janambhumi about halfway between Mathura and Brindavan. And in the morning, we got up and drove to the temple. I was driving. And for some reason, I missed the, the right turn hmm. to the temple. And we wound up getting stuck in the bazaar with the, with the horse, the cows, and the, the carts, and the people, and everything. And so we had to go through this whole circle. And maybe it took 20 minutes to get back to, to the temple. So it took us 20 minutes longer. So we get to the temple and we pull up, there's nobody there. We get out of the car and we go in and the Chokidai says, I don't know where Maharaji is, I haven't seen him. Oh shit, what are we gonna do now? I guess we'll go to Delhi, let's go. We get back in the car, I put, my, put the key in the ignition hmm. and I'm just about to turn the key and a little Fiat screeches to a halt next to us and out of the passenger seat, Maharaji gets out right next to me, the pastor gets out and he walks into the temple. He doesn't even look at us. He didn't even look at us. He just got out and walked into the temple and we just were like, we, we, we were, ah. Uh. Mm -hmm. And so we ran into the temple and we had the greatest darshans with him for like three or four days we had. Mm. So, but the funny thing is this, that Many years later, Gurudat Sharma, one of Maharaji's old devotees, says to me, do you know, do you remember that I was with Maharaji that day at, in Vrindavan? I said, no, I, I didn't remember that. Yes, he said, in the middle of the night, I was asleep in, it was either Kanpur or Lucknow, in a room full of devotees. And in the middle of the night, Maharaji came in and he tried to... Uh, wake me up, but I couldn't wake up. So he picked me up, he put me over his shoulder, he carried me out of the room and put me in the back of a car and they I woke up like an hour later in this car driving, you know, into, in, the, in the middle of the night. He said, we drove and drove and drove. At, Maharaji kept saying, go faster, go faster. And then just outside of Brindavan, Maharaji said, stop. So the car pulls over and Gurudas said, I thought it was maybe a peace stop. But Maharaji just sat there for 20 minutes. And then he says, Jello, let's go. And he arrived just as I was about to turn the key in the ignition. Yeah. He actually timed it to arrive at the moment of greatest despair when we were going to leave into the unknown. We didn't know where he was, where we were going to find him. He timed it. I mean, it's impossible to believe that. <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't, okay, okay that he can do that, but why wouldn't he do that, you know? It's like, I don't understand, you know? It's just like, what, you know, what? Actually, the best part is that he didn't even look at you when he walked in. He didn't even look at, uh, it's like the car wasn't there. And it was like, you know, a foot away from where I was sitting in the driver's seat, watching him get up. He just walked into mm. the temple. That's so Let's great. See if I can get this one up. There's the van. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. 
that didn't last too long. We used to fill with like 18 people, 20 people and drive to Kenchi. So Maharaja killed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he said, take it to Delhi. Remember that? Yeah. Eventually he said, take it to Delhi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was too funny. So from from there, you went up uh, to the mountains, right? I mean, I think, but not until uh, late April, May. You didn't see, Ma you could, after. well, no, you did the course, you went to Vrindavan and so on. So from there, you must have gone to the mountains in the spring, right? Yeah. April or something yeah. like well, that. We, uh, we might have seen Maharaji in Vrindavan later in the spring. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened right after that time. Hmm. I, I remember what happened during that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. That was the time uh, Ram Das gave him three hits of acid. Yeah. Yeah. In Kenchi. Yeah. You know. his, yeah. The second time. That <clears throat> the, was second the second time, time in Kenchi, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you time, were up there. No, no. The first first time was in Bumiadar, the yeah, first time Ram right. Das met him, and the second time was in Brindavan. Oh, in Brindavan he gave you. Yeah. We were sitting there. Maharaji looks at Ramdas and he says, um, "When you were in India last time, did you give me medicine?" Ramdas said, "Yes." And Maharaji said, "Did I take it?" Ramdas said, "Well, I think so. Yeah." You see, people Ramdas has been telling the story that Ram, Maharaji took the acid and nothing happened to him, and most everybody was okay with it. But people used to say, "Oh, come on, he scammed you. He threw it over his shoulder. Come on, he, nobody could take that much acid." Mm. So there was a tiny little bit of doubt in Ramdas's mind, and he'd been sitting off to the side. He said the first time, a little bit, so mm -hmm. it could have gone over his shoulder. All right. So Maharaji says, did I take it? <laughs> and Ramdas said, I think so. So, got any more? Yeah. Says, Give it to me. So this time he puts it out, holds it on his hand. Maharaji gets, he takes one pill and he goes, <laughs> two pills. Just like that, three pills. And he sits there for a minute and then he says, can I drink water, cold water, hot water? Yes, so bring me water. So he drank some water. Then after a couple of minutes, he takes his blanket and he pulls it up over his head like this. And then he comes out of it like, <laughs> and goes to close again, you know, like this. And I, I was sitting right next to Ramdas, and I had never seen a person turn purple before. Ramdas turned purple because he must have thought, Shit, he didn't take it the first time. <laughs> and now he he knew I had doubts. He wants to prove he could take it. I've killed my guru. This is like, <laughs> you know, he was really ready. To, yeah. And then just at that moment, Maharaji stopped. And he said, ah, come on. This is just, yogis have known about this for thousands of years. He used to grow up in the Kulu Valley. A yogi would go, he would do asana primary, bring his mind to one point, And then he'd take the, the yogi medicine and go through the door. Mm. That's what he said. Hmm. It seemed to him, it seemed to be that Ashtanga Yoga was a pre preparation for taking the Soma. Hmm. Once you brought your mind to one point, then you took the Soma and went through the door. If your mind wasn't at one point, you would get, you know, as we would, you know, when we had our trips, we would get all over the place. Hmm. So. Oh. And then, so following that, that's when really the Westerners came coming up into uh, into the mountains. You must have gone up to the mountains after that because that's Probably. where I met you. Yeah. Oh, we that. went to Kosani, didn't we? No, no. Oh, first, the, no, the I met you in Nainital the... when I came. That was later. Balaram was Das later. and I came at the same time, and that was the uh -huh. beginning uh, of May on. 1971. We came there. I had been in India for an, four or five months, six months. And Ram mm -hmm. Das just kept saying, I, I don't know where he is. But finally, I met him, and I met I met you guys coming back from the Muktananda thing at Muktananda's, and we stayed up in that, on that roof of Baba Shetty, maybe his name was. Yeah, Babu, Babu Shetty. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Babu Shetty? He was so kind to us. Yeah. And, uh, and then, anyhow, uh, Ram Das wasn't there. He was still at uh, Muktananda's. But I met you, at the, well, the three of you. But the first night, uh, as soon as I got there, I met you, Krishnadas, and Ramesh. And then you took me to meet you, Danny, who was in a room with your girlfriend, Maya, Tanasuya. Oh, 
and uh, yeah. He was that, trying to think which one was that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but was that in uh, Evelyn Hotel? Yeah. Yeah. Evelyn yeah. Hotel. And, which was where the Westerners stayed. Yeah. So, the, yeah. And then went to see Maharaja yeah. and Kenshi during the day. Uh, but when I went and we went down, there was just Dwarka and the four of us on Asuya and Ian from England. And that Ian, was, yeah. So mm-hmm. really com- comparatively very few. And then, then the Westerners started really coming that spring. Is that and when we took also, that uh, picture? Yep. Well, Ramesh, yep, do you have that picture? Well, the picture was taken in the fall, so the, uh, I believe okay. of 71, after we came back. So Hardy, Nam, and Mariam were there. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. This is the front of the Evelyn Hotel. Where's why you know Harry Nam and Marty aren't aren't in this picture. I wonder why. I don't they recall. They stayed somewhere else. Uh huh. Oh, did they? I think so. Uh huh. Yeah, they were their own thing. So they, this they is stayed uh, by themselves. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of the core satsang. It expanded after this. Yeah. But but uh, Danny. Nani Tal High. Danny, do you? Nani Tal High. Do you? Rem- I don't think you remember this, but when I walked in the room with you and Anasuya, who was known then as Maya, I, I, I was blown away because I knew her as the girlfriend of, in Montreal, of a DJ I had hired as a program director of CKGM. Is that right? Yeah. And I was like, holy God, what are you? And I had seen her. She had been at Muktananda's prior to that when I was there, Swami Muktananda. And I couldn't believe it was her, so I never even went up to her. You know, it was from a distance I was leaving. But then suddenly she's there, I'm going, because I had no idea she was interested in spirituality or anything whatsoever. She uh, actually had a different guru before that's in right. Karoli. She yeah. was in a city called Bhopal with that yes. uh, oh, yeah. sadhu. And uh, somehow Maharaji knew that. Right. I remember that. You used to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So when I sat down, when we all sat down, so the first time uh, for me of uh, seeing Maharaji, she was sitting to my right. And the very first thing he said to that was pointed in anywhere near me was, oh, you two friends from Canada? No. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's the first thing (laughs) I got. And we both looked at each other. Oh, my. God. And then yeah. uh, also during that uh, darshan, he, her name was Maya at the time, and she j- he went right up in front of her face and over and over, Maya, Maya, in the most loving, embracing, intimate way. <laughs> I was looking like, oh my God, she turned beet red. Right. This mm. was just, you know, just absolutely blew her out and everybody else in the, in the moment. Mm. I mean, I remember it just because I couldn't believe she was there <laughs> in the first place. So, yeah. And oh, then I never heard this that. Is around when I introduced you to Parvati, I think, too. Right? That was later. Uh, that was later because they came. Uh, Parvati didn't come with Mohan and Radha until uh, fall of 71 because they had gone to see Sai Baba. So after we came back from Kosani, that's when that happened. And that Kosani was quite a trip. a trip. Kosani, that should be yeah. in your in the Jesus. book as well. <laughs> you yeah. had that lovely little place with the uh, Anasuya. I went back to find that place. It was destroyed. I mean, just the oh, roof. Yeah. Which the top, the top, uh, the, the yeah. house at the top of the hill. Yeah, Lakshmi me too, Ashram. Yeah. We stayed at Lakshmi Ashram. Is it still Beautiful. there or not there? No, no. Lakshmi Ashram. That's still there. Lakshmi Ashram is there, but the house is broken down. The roof oh. fell in, and it's just mm. ruins now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was a house spot. where I stayed. Yeah, where we, where you, no, me, Danny. Ramdas at first, and oh. uh, Dwarka. This and Balaram was there too. Yeah, yeah. We're, but no, Danny, you stayed, and yeah. you were in a separate house. We rented a house for yeah. Mr. Negi. Yeah. We uh, lived above the cow. I remember. Oh, well. oh, yeah. <laughs> that was later. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was quite a summer. When Indra's G said he would come, but he never yeah. showed up. That's why we went up there to get a place for uh-huh. him to. He was yeah. going to take us to across. We were going to enter the stream. 
That was our thing. <laughs> Stream of consciousness. Yeah. yeah, as it turned out, we just got rained out with 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 all kinds of slugs and uh, leeches. What do you call it? Leeches. Mm. Yeah, it was oh, a monsoon. Leeches, yeah, remember you used to have to put salt on the leeches. To yeah, remember. Remember. yeah. And if yeah. you went out for a minute, they would get you. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so let me. Can I uh, fast yeah. forward because yeah. I just have um, Abram Das's stroke. That's a real fast forward. Yeah. yeah. She, he, um, uh, he, he was visiting us in St. John's where Tara and I were before he had the stroke. And he, I remember saying, I'm not taking my blood pressure medicine. I'm taking some yeah. Chinese medicine. Still. Yeah. And he, and he had a horrible earache, uh, which was actually an early sign of the stroke. Mm. But oh. he didn't recognize it as such. Then he had the stroke. And we called him, Tar and I, when he was in the hospital after the stroke, which was horrible. No, people thought he might not live, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, we asked him, are you suffering? And he said, uh, when I think of the past or the future, there's suffering. But when I'm in the present, there's no suffering. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, was... He was really, able to say that, just speak... He was able to that get that it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then... He also said very slowly, he was very aphasic at that time, if you remember, struggling for words. Yeah. He told us, the doctors think consciousness is in the brain, but my consciousness hasn't been affected by what happened to mm. my brain. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, was, he was actually thinking, I think, really clearly. Mm. He said that to Tar. Uh, you know, right, probably a couple of months after the stroke, he was still in the hospital. Oh wow! And and then of course he recovered enough to have uh, retreats. KD and Ramesh, you are you were there to write those books with you, Ramesh. Well, that was after. I mean, that first book he finished, which was uh, still here. Uh huh. And um, was that the book he was working on when he had the stroke? Yeah, and he thought uh, he this was this kind of magical reality thing. He thought that he had created the stroke uh, to finish the book. Oh, really? Because <laughs> well, he'd, he'd gone and taken a nap and tried to imagine what it would be like to be really old and oh, disabled. And stuff. then he got the stroke. Well, you know, he he told me that he had been on acid when he had the stroke, which is why he didn't know it was a stroke. That he was everything you said. He was trying to imagine what it was mm-hmm. like being old, and he had taken the acid, and then he well, this is what it's like being old. I wonder what happened here. And then it turned out he finally realized this is not just the acid. This is something else. That's why he waited so long to die, to get in touch with Jai Lakshman. And they had a they had a a code that mm-hmm. you know somebody would call and then they could tap on the phone or something if there was a problem something like that hmm. i never heard that yeah, well. yeah he told me that hmm. well. I, I when i was working with him on the memoir he had uh forgotten a lot of what happened right around the stroke and he didn't say anything about being on acid but he may just have uh, you know lost some of that hmm I think he must have told me that the first time I visited him. You know, it was about a year after the stroke. He was living mm-hmm. in uh, uh, San Anselmo. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I remember that house. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to replace the blood pressure medicine with Chinese medicine. And my understanding was he hadn't really started with the Chinese medicine yet. But oh, really? maybe that's, uh-huh. I, I, I think that's what he told me. I, I don't know where I would have gotten that information if he didn't tell me. So, mm-hmm. so but then it became quite beautiful after the stroke. Yeah, he said to me, "You know, the stroke saved my life." He said, "Without the stroke, I I just think he had been so. He was really suffering from such heavy stuff, you know, emotional stuff. There was like a lot of anger." A lot of stuff. And he said the stroke just, you know, destroyed mm-hmm. it, right? Not, you know, just w- wiped it out. And now, you know, he said, uh, you know, he had to really work with his pride, you know, because mm-hmm. everything had to be done for him. 
mm-hmm. couldn't eventually he couldn't even turn himself in bed. He had to accept help for everything. So he really overcame pride and really surrendered. And of course, <clears throat> at first he used to say, Maharaji stroked me. Mm. But when he went to India, the, f- the first and only time after the stroke, Siddhima jumped on him and said, Ramdas, Maharaji did not give you that stroke. The stroke is your karma. What Maharaji gave you, gives you is the strength to overcome it, to work with it, to transcend mm-hmm. it. So he, after that, he changed his thinking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But you in know, Fierce Grace, it's presented mm-hmm. the, the way he used to think about it, that he, he stroked me, mm-hmm. yeah, he used to right. say. Maharaji. Yeah. But Siddhima said no. And you can see the karma and the decisions he made to stop taking the blood pressure medicine, et cetera, et cetera, for whatever reasons. Mm. And then that's the next thing. When he married us on the vineyard, KD, you came to that. that. Yeah, I was the cantor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, he was dancing with Kate, the reception afterwards, and he kind of collapsed on the dance floor. Yeah, right. Uh, That, you know, was another one of those precursors that, um, nobody quite got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah Danny, How you long know, before the stroke was that? That was the end of November, and the stroke was in uh, uh, February, I think. Oh. What year was that? 97. The stroke was February 97. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Um, Danny, for your, for your book, there's one beautiful moment. I don't think you've seen it. You did once with uh, Ram Dass when you went to visit him in Maui. You did a s- Skype thing with him that we used to do. And uh, Ram Dass, he was with somebody and then visiting and they would just chat and so on. So I found this piece and we put it into this beautiful little uh, vignettes of Ram Dass in Maui over the 15 years. Oh. And there's this one piece with you and he uh, and you, you told what you told the story about bringing him back to Harvard and so on. And that guy who said, you know, is he psychotic? That that whole thing yes. you told earlier. Oh, I told that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You told the story in Ramdas. The interaction with you and he in that moment—it's just spectacular. <laughs> I mean, he loved it. Yeah. He loved that story. You know, somehow story, you yeah. should get a hold of it. For well, you know, you know. Uh, Rondas and I and, and Tara, we were very tight for many, many years, mm. as with each one of you, too. Uh, he was the best man at the wedding for Tara and me. Mm-hmm. And, um, he built actually built a room for himself in our house in Western mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Mm. Uh, we spent a lot of time. And at the end, the last time I really had a conversation with R.D., he was uh, helpless, as you say, Katie, but you didn't think of him as helpless because he was so alive and so there, even yeah. though he couldn't move most of his body. Yeah. You know, he had one arm and, and all of his face and, you know, he was there. And he was, his mantra was, I am loving awareness. I am loving awareness. And I was, yeah. we had a very profound conversation about the way in which that was quite aligned or resonated with the Tibetan approach, which was a path I ended up pursuing of um, emptiness of the ego, but awareness with a kind of light and knowing and a lot of compassion and the loving awareness. It just seemed like it just fit together beautifully. (laughs) And he really embodied it. Uh, That was my sense of it, of him at the end. Yeah. He was, um, how'd you put it? He was the guy that you always thought he was? Mm-hmm. KD. I used to tease him. I used to say, you finally become the guy we thought you were 40 years ago. <laughs> and he would laugh. He'd go, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> But, you know, the, truthfully, when most of the time he was in that state, that really open mm-hmm. state, but he did have moments when he was really stuck. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I came to the beach on Monday late, that was the beach day on Maui, and uh, and I was heading to the beach, and then I saw him sitting alone in the car in the parking lot. So I I walked over, and I the door was open. I kind of you know knelt down and just sat there for a minute, and he was just ruminating. He was just like, and he looked at me and he said, 
we're fakes. So he said, I'm a fake. And I said, yeah, I'm a fake too. <laughs> then I looked at him and I said, but we're real fakes. And he laughed so <laughs> hard. It was so great. <laughs> mm, that's great. That's really great. Yeah, um, there were moments when, you know, just like in all of us, you get stuck in that stuff. Mm, and uh, it's sticky believe stuff. It. Yeah. But he really, but as the years went on and the moments went on, boy, he didn't spend much time in that place. He was so, so deep. And light. Yeah, yeah we definitely. had such fun when we were working on the book. I mean, we really laughed a lot. And mm. uh, I think it, it was his way of... Uh, not taking himself so mm. uh, seriously all the time. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. now we're talking about a matter. book. We we should mention Ramesh uh, with Ramdas put together beautiful memoir, and there there Danny's got holding it up. And uh, every one of us who read the book probably, uh, not probably, most likely would say, "Oh, geez, I thought I knew everything." You know, people like these guys who were there from 68 and uh, and then onward through all of us it's amazing that in in that sense but amazing in all ways it's a beautiful book Ramesh it's very Being curious the way it's sort of having its own life now and Ramdas is sort of continuing you know to uh, uh, meet people that way <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah people. yeah that's good. Still happening. It's going to be printed in India. Yeah. Oh, Danny, oh, you got to go. We're, we're going to end I need right to leave, here. but don't stop. If don't you want to continue. <laughs> Jagan, okay, thank man. you for pulling us together. Yeah, it's great. It's such Just fun to, to be with you all. Yeah. Really. Wonderful. Yeah. All okay. right, Danny. See you soon. Okay. We'll see you. I'm on. I'm on. Uh -huh. <laughs>